better use the time that I have? How can I um, self-direct my, my time as opposed to just, just being this needs doing, okay, go do that, then this needs doing, go, go do that, right? How can I, you know, okay, now this is, now I'm gonna sit down and do this. Can, can you give me like a concrete example? Could oh. I give an example? Yes, sure. I want examples. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When I was young, when I played golf, I had a slight, which means I hit it to the, it curled to the right. Okay. And so what I would do is I'd hit further to the left so that it would take advantage of my weakness. Mm. And I would end up being in the middle of the fairway if I got the right angle on it. Yeah. So I didn't get rid of my weakness, but I used it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why Jimmy it, is nearly a god. <laughs> <laughs> and it's why, you know, I married a hooker. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you just you just turn to the right and... and, and hit it and it hooks, but it still gets to where you want. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Very good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Beautiful. End of show. No. <laughs> Very good. So, so I don't know that we should go for I don't know that I should go first. I think we should just talk. That was good. Oh yeah, but we're, we're good. We're good at the moment. Yeah, like like for me, I know there's the practice of you can schedule everything in, but for me, how things are at the moment with COVID nineteen, and I'm looking after my dad. It's very hard to schedule anything in because my dad will wake up anywhere from six o'clock to ten o'clock, <laughs> and then the care aid person will come in anywhere from eight thirty to ten o'clock. And, and then it's like, uh, you know, and I, I hate to see the sink pile up with dirty dishes, but isn't it inefficient to like keep keep cleaning them and putting them in the dishwasher rather than having say, okay, at 12 o'clock when I have lunch, that's when I'll look after the dishes. So, yeah, so it becomes very, because I, I can't have a, have a set routine for those hours. So maybe maybe I should schedule outside of those hours. But what are you gonna what are you gonna schedule outside of those hours? Oh I, I mean there, there's so much I could. Uh, I mean um, you know I'm I'm looking at the real estate course so I could be doing that. I'm looking at uh, could be making phone calls to to realtors to do my business, or I could be making up YouTube videos, or maybe editing our podcasts, or you know, and and then once you hit that lunchtime, then it's like another little 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 break, and then after that, it's you know, sometimes I'll take a take a nap after lunchtime, and uh, but I, I am generally pretty good. I'll do like ten minutes or. 20 minutes and that'll be it so I won't go much longer than that 
and then it's the afternoon and then it's then i gotta make tea for my dad and uh, then we are into the evening so that that sort of time sort of just just sort of gets eaten up doing doing various things i mean so is your weakness is your weakness are you saying your weakness is not being able to organize your time yeah yeah i i i would say so okay or, or organize organize it better can i just read what i, I looked in the dictionary and okay. what it said it says being being fragile feeling fault and then there's the other uh weakness is uh strong liking for something like a weakness for chocolate ah okay oh you looked at, yeah you looked at so the fragility and the fault is the part of the weakness thing right it's it's mm -hmm. like something's wrong if if you're if the, if you're weak you know it, it's something wrong and and that's that's the difficult part of it is just taking your whatever shit you got and nudging it nudging it over where you want used it to nudge yourself over where you want to go so because you can't usually get rid of these things mm -hmm. you know so i mean like you you you've got schedules there well you can't get rid of your dad you know you, you know you got to get these things are there they're locked in so you got to use it you know somehow that's you know that's where i go like with the weakness oh, good i like the fragile part jim thank you yeah yeah well often like in the enneagram i'm told um i'm a number seven which is kind of happy character you know dionysus uh, you know women wine and song and that kind of thing and that's a part of my personality i do like fun i i'm a real fun seeker but what i found is is if i do the dishes and dig the garden and clean the toilets then the fun quotient goes up you don't have to go very far to have fun if you're cleaning toilets right so yeah, that's the way I manage that, and so I can legitimize my fun, right? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, very good. I understood this completely wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I prefer now to think about it. I'm glad that you went, went jazzy and, and Jim ran with some of what you were saying. Because now mm -hmm. I would. Um, well, let's go the other way. The weakness for chocolate, Jim says, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's the other side of it, too. I guess I would say, you know, I don't know. I'm going to leave that go. I want to think about that. Maybe Jim or you have something to say. I'm, I'm reprocessing the whole, the whole understanding of what this is about today. Mm. 
Good. What was don't, the, don't forget the word when they start, it says being fragile. Mm -hmm. It's not a stoppage. It's not a, it's being, it's in the process. Yeah. Weakness shows up in a process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so, so yeah, cause I had, you know, cause I got a Protestant thing pretty deeply programmed into me. So for me, the immediately when Jasmine wrote that, I went to my sort of Protestant um, dictionary. <laughs> Weakness <Yeah>. is bad. <laughs> And right. uh, I, I don't, I preferred Reverend Jim's, uh, you know, Webster's version of things. But when I thought about it, uh, I would say for me, it's um, like if I were to, if I were to allow pain or sickness to become too big, a, bit, a, a, a too large part of my life then that's a weakness because, you know, I have to do what I have to do. I have to do it. And whether my shoulder hurts or my arm hurts or my tooth hurts or whatever, mm -hmm. or I'm not feeling particularly active right now, that's, that's a weakness, right? That's how I was raised to look at that as a weakness, right? What do you mean you're mm -hmm. good? You got a fever. <laughs> it's only 101. What's your problem? You know, or, <laughs> You know, I'm my back hurts. Well, then learn not to chop wood in a stupid way, right? So, so then you know you go out and chop wood anyway, or I do anyway, and go out and chop some wood regardless, and then ask Elena for a, a massage, and you know, and let's not talk about it. It's pain. It's a weakness. Or is it a signal? It's also a signal. Yeah, I've been misreading the signals recently, but that's okay. Yeah, I had a tooth pulled on Thursday. And maybe I didn't have to have it pulled. Maybe. Maybe I could have endured the pain another six months or a year. <laughs> you know, so um, again, that's, you know, sort of, um, not the healthiest way to approach things, but I, you know, basically told the dentist, I think it should come out, you know, um, but that was, um, you know, that's where my, my self-awareness gets very muddy and cloudy and, and foggy. And I don't really see things very clearly mm -hmm. when it comes to my body. I just expect it to perform what I need it to do. Yeah. So uh, um, looking at uh, a weakness, which is, say, it, it, there's a wall and there's a weakness. There's a, there's a crack or there's a foundation and there's a, a weakness on a, on a structure. So um, you'd either try and um, fill it in to strengthen it um, or you'd, you could also build around it where where if 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 the weakness is here you build to the side and build build say an archway over it and then you could keep keep going up just in a purely structural type of weakness mm -hmm. yeah i tied down then, the, yeah i tied down the structure 
last week before the weather shifted to strengthen what could be a perceived weakness of the you know of the of the building yeah yeah i saw the so the um, the ties the um, the tension ties and it was good that uh, you followed them all the way because when you were look when the camera was just looking at the corner you couldn't see them and it was only when you followed them oh there they are yeah. i'm learning <laughs> yeah yeah fragility in your building you learned uh, from somebody told you and uh, and uh, and i mean that's the way you get through life there's no straight path with with uh, no problems no weaknesses there's no there's nothing like that anywhere anything we do is is got some if we're we're in a task situation a being situation we're being okay well there's bumps in the road and things that happen and if you can watch them it's 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 way they're they're not as weak <laughs> Mm -hmm. If you let them go, yeah. if you let them go, then they're weak. Agreed. Agreed. So the question would be then, how do I, so without, you know, lovely Elena mm -hmm. provides some feedback, you guys provide some feedback. So some, for me, I guess my, my, my thoughts go to, well, what about the stuff I don't see? Yes. What about this? You story? ask people. I do, but you know, it's very hard to say, you know, I'm on a path and I'm supposed to mm, develop empathy. And I don't really trust other human beings to tell me how to develop empathy. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I, it's not something you say to your coworker. For me. I well, un unless they happen to be very good at it. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're very good at being empathetic. You know, like for me, it's just, I look for people who have data in whatever I want to do. Mm -hmm. If I, I want to do something, I phone up somebody who's got data. Phone up half a dozen people. You know, even and, for even for something like empathy or whatever, you know, sort of high, high archetypal emotion, we're supposed to be able to, you know, sit there and be, be find our way there rather easily. Well, this is this is something like that. This is we're being empathetic with each other and and showing empathy. You know, where it's not the major tool, but it's it's sort of the sauce. It keeps us together right it's like the dogs rubbing up against you you know i mean that's what we're kind of doing we're you know rubbing up against each other being empathetic being friendly and it's sort of a food eh mm -hmm. and so you know uh, but for me it's like more task oriented things data things you know technique technique of doing things it's uh that's where i go for people and then you have to your job is to go through the advice and to verify sift through it, 
to sift and through it. it and then go for it mm -hmm. if you yeah. don't know go for it you're right yeah, yeah. yeah. right on mm -hmm. And then those people are tied to you because they helped you. There's a tie. And they know they helped you and you know they helped that, you know, that they, you chose their advice. And so there's a real tie there. You know, you fixed the weakness. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good what you're telling us, Jim. Yeah. And, th and then the third one was uh, about chocolate. Yeah, I have a weakness for. I have a weakness for chocolate. I mean, that's an easy one. I, I every night before I go to bed, I waste time, Jaswant. <laughs> Sitting in a chair in the warm kitchen with my stupid phone out eating anything I have in the house that's sweet or salty. And I really like to switch between sweet and salty and then back to sweet again. And, an, <laughs> and 45 minutes goes by as I look at sports scores and political stuff and the weather and, you know, go down the internet wormholes. And I'm wildly embarrassed by this, but it is, oh, I have a weakness for sweet, salty, back to sweet. Oh. 45 minutes went by time to go to bed. Yeah, well, that's interesting because I've been looking at that and um, I, I say not looking at it, but I just been, it, it, it's almost like they're the two poles of a battery. So you got the salt and the sweet. And so you got, you know, I, I did do a little bit of thermo thing of me yet in chemistry yeah so you got the the salt and sweet and it makes makes the current flow through <laughs> ah very good yeah. yeah yeah i used to when i was younger i used to be like peanuts and coca-cola of course <laughs> of course one of my favorites jazz one salted peanuts and a giant American-sized <laughs> glass of fountain Coca-Cola. Fantastic. Uh, and a giant bag of peanuts with lots yeah, of salt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it seems like it's a, well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a negative battery. I'm not sure. <laughs> So where does it start out being really fun and really you're enjoying yourself eating that stuff? And then where does it turn into a weakness from being a joyful activity? The pure joy for 45 minutes. <laughs> it's when Fo you stop. <laughs> followed, followed by, I ate too many peanuts. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. Go ahead. I wasn't uh, looking at it negatively. I was just confessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, what's um um I I mean well to me saying you ate too much peanuts would mean you had a stomach ache or something like that or yeah. a toothache or something that would be My like, stomach okay. says okay, okay, Mr. 
totally asleep, binging on terrible food, reading things that don't matter on the internet. It's it's the stomach that wakes me up from my sort of my my dream. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, I, for me too, it kind of goes back to, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who just got uh, Alzheimer, rapid onset Alzheimer. And I sat him down and I said, look, here's the deal. You do not get on yourself for this. You are not bad because this is happening. You're not wrong because this is happening. There is no evil involved here. This is the machine, you know, the, the body heading out. And I said, if you get on board and start pounding yourself, you're finished. Your life is finished. If you refuse to let it you, yourself get down because of it, refuse to treat it as like it's a weakness, like a real, you know, like a, a it's, it is a fragility, but it's not evil is what I'm trying to say. And, uh, and uh, he got it, he understood, right? Because he'd never been sick before. So the tendency is to beat yourself up when you get sick. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so, you know, that's, that was, an, and then I talked to somebody else about it, a friend, and, and she didn't like that idea that she might be hurting herself. Malevolent was the word I used. Mm -hmm. I said, it's malevolent to hurt yourself without, you know, any reasons you shouldn't be hurting yourself and when you continually pound yourself on these things you're hurting yourself well she she took it on like anti-christian kind of the devil and all this stuff and she got upset with the idea right but for me that's a cornerstone is do not you know witness yourself fix things but do not get on pounding yourself because the world will do that fine for you you don't need to join the battle, you know? So that's the tone on the weakness thing that I get. It's like, okay, it, it's, a, it's a weakness, but don't make it a thing. Mm -hmm. There's, a, there's a, to, to my mind, when you talk about that, there's a shift in the perception. Yeah. There's a shift of how, how you're looking and how you're quantifying and how you're labeling everything. And this is one of the reasons I really love jokes, because a joke shifts your perception out of your normal, you know, the way how you see things are going, like this is this and that's that and them. And then when you hear a, a really well-crafted joke, it sort of shifts your perception. And often it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a joke about yourself. You know, it's, um, you're the best. Yeah. If you, if you can, if you can sort of just laugh at yourself, uh, you know, it's like, uh, huh, that was stupid. <laughs> right? Um, but it's, it's, it, it's hard to take from somebody else saying that's you're stupid. That or that was stupid, or that was stupid. Yeah. What you did was yeah. stupid. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, sometimes you can take that as a you if you take it personal. 
Right, it, because there's still a perception of, um, oh, that was stupid. He's calling me stupid, right? Or she's calling me stupid. So that's, um, yeah, the shift in perspective is, is really valuable. You know, with, we can as, do that. We can do that ourselves. We can say, okay, I'm not going to pound myself. I've got to uh, be honest, but no pounding, no pounding. And, and it's possible. Yeah, I, I, think, I think some people, though, are wired in such a way that, that they, uh, they're going to pound themselves, even if you tell them not to pound themselves, because they're not really hearing you, right? Or, oh, exactly. or they're oh, wired, sure. they're wired yeah. in such a way that they really can't, they don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, the thing is, it's all about me. I just can't pound myself. Ah, that's, okay. That's, okay. That's, you know, it's other people, I can give them the idea, but for me, no, it's my job. Don't pound yourself. Be honest, notice the shit you do, but do not pound because it takes it away from being doing a job to stopping and bullying yourself as if that's part of the, the job and that's so our the human the con, human condition is that way you know the white man is one of the worst uh, just one little quick thing up north there was these white guys went with these native guys Inuit guys in a in a boat and the boat sprang a leak and the natives all started laughing it was a big boat motorboat they all started laughing and the white guys were freaking out and and basically they were the the native guys laughed and then they fixed it right they laughed for five minutes and then fixed it and they were laughing at the weakness right and they knew that it was not the end of the world and they had the the ability to to make fun of it, make fun with it, eh? Mm -hmm. And most jokes are are showing frailties, weaknesses, you know, mistakes. You know, so it's a question of yeah, self-alignment. And because I was always such a happy kid, I always made sure I store, steered myself in that direction, no matter what. So I'm lucky, maybe. So that brings to mind, are those reactions hardwired or softwired? So if, it, if it's softwired, it means it can be changed. If it's hardwired, it's, it's hard, it can't be changed. Yeah, and like, Jim's, like Jim's golf swing. Yeah, yeah, if it's, yeah, so then you use that strategy. And, um, and it might be as you get older and older, it gets more hardwired. Yeah, it's harder to change. Yeah, but yeah. it also requires, see, Jim, Jim gave a beautiful concrete example of the golf swing, which I like very much. But my question again, I'm going to go back to a question I asked you guys before and let's revisit it again. So Jim, I'm going to pretend. So Jim learns over many, many smashes mm -hmm. into the fairway that he has a hook. You called it something else. 
A slice or what? Slice. Slice is the opposite of a hook. Yeah, yeah okay. slice is, it goes to the right, hook is, okay. it goes to the left. Yeah. See my level of golf information. <laughs> so how many times did Jim see this occur before he realized that this was hardwired, right? And he adjusted, right? So how many times do I need to see something before I realize I have a slice or a hook, right? And then I can adjust. But my question is, before that moment of realization, can you speed that? Or does somebody have to like, you know, knock on your head and say, is anybody home? Or um, does it need countless, 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 countless hooks? And I'm sitting there trying to change my hips and change my the, the, the T and where my feet are planted. And in the end, I'm just hardwired to, to do a hook and I should just get over it. That process for me is very murky. Well, you're not hardwired to do hook or slice. It's technique. I know. It's all, it's all technique, right? I was, so yeah, do, I was, you, do you want to take the time to fix it is the thing. Yeah. You know, do you want to take the time to fix it? You see you make, you got a weakness there. Ah, fuck it. You know, I'll just, I'll just move myself over and further to the left and hit further to the left. That's all. I'm not going to fix it. Right. So, you know, a lot of people don't want to see their weaknesses or frailties. Huge, 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 huge. Yeah. So, so from a mathematical point of view, so if I say how many, how many times or how many times does that repetition, how many times does it have to repeat before I fix it, whether I change my technique or whether I just change my stance, let's call it X. <laughs> where x is the number of times you have to see it and then you then you get into variable parameters of like um do you see it do you recognize it do you uh do you uh, acknowledge it do you you know are you there are you actually seeing it or it's just like on to the next one, let's get it done. And, and often that's that's where we're always at. We're just, let's, let's, let's just pile on through and let's get it without, um, without exactly. stopping. Yeah, good, very good. I wanna share this and see how you guys respond. So when I worked at the fancy uh, private arts school, um, after a while, I received feedback Sorry, colleagues. I received feedback from many people, both direct and indirectly, that they said, Fred, you are very direct. And I thought that was like a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> and after a while, I realized, well, no, wait a minute, these people aren't there it's it makes them uncomfortable that i'm direct and it you know and the one who felt closest to me or felt comfortable enough with me that he could say this to me and then i was like with jim with his golf swing right like 
I actually then I thought about it. I'm like, nah, fuck it. I'm direct. You know, and I tried to be because I was aware of it. At least I had some like, okay, Fred, maybe this calls for a little finesse, right? So I had some choices, but mostly I was just hardwired to say direct things in an environment, sort of an environment with art teachers, if you know what that means, where being direct is seen as a social, um, it, it's too confrontational. Politically correct sugarcoating. All, all that, all that plus thousands more subtleties. Yeah. I get into the same problem, especially as a teacher. That's what you're doing. You're pointing out errors, right? And it's a, it's uh, you know, it's like fuck. Don't tell me that. You know, I don't want to hear that stuff. So, uh, what I've discovered is, is the way the place it works is where you're doing stuff with people who are interested in doing the thing as you are. So if you find a fault or a mistake, they're glad because you've improved the process, right? They go, yeah, all good. Okay, yeah, let's change that, right? And if they're not interested in finishing the thing, they don't want to hear about it. So like when I play music with people or ski with people, man, it's like, where should we go? What can we do, you know? Uh, it's like looking for things to direct us along and they're not weaknesses because they move us to here to there, you know, and uh, it just changes the whole vibe of it. And, uh, you know, uh, that's my zone is where I'm doing stuff with people like you guys right now. We're doing stuff and we don't we're not really we don't have weaknesses in this yet or, you know, it's it's just like because we kind of like each other's things. They're all different and they're all kind of things that we do, right? We, we're not making them bad. But it's because we're moving forward. We're heading somewhere still. So that's that's my way of getting on. And then as soon as that stops, it's the end of it. As soon as you're with people that don't want to do stuff, oh. Goodness. Well, I, I, I remember years ago when... Um, one, what, this is what a technique, and it was um, we were out, uh, you know, I don't know what god ungodly time. It was like six thirty in the morning, and the weeds, and and doing the gardening, and pulling out things, and um, and 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 somebody, um, you know, you're told where the paths are, and somebody basically stopped, on, stepped on a on a. I can't remember if it was a head of lettuce or what it was. Let's just say it was a head of lettuce. And so um, uh, our buddy Glenn, he, he comes along and I thought, oh, God, this is going to be a shit show, right? And he says, oh, says, oh yeah, I want to remind you to, to stay on the path and blah, 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 and don't just aimlessly walk. And... and and I mean, how, how could you be so stupid? And he turned around and pretended to accidentally step on a, on a, on a, another head of lettuce, which was actually, uh, he did step on it. So that was his, his way of uh, 
demonstrating what not to do, so to speak. But he took he took the he took the viciousness out of somebody's uh, in in a, in attention. So I always remembered it.